Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. From SF Land, this is Dorking Out, a podcast for people who love to dork out about movies, TV, and everything pop culture. Welcome to episode 142 of Dorking Out. My name is Sonia Mansfield, and in this episode, I'm dorking out about Purple Rain with my podcasting sister from another mister and the new official co-host of Dorking Out, Margot D. from Book vs. Movie, the best neighbor podcast, Fit Bottom Girls and Not Fade Away. We finally made it official. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Thanks for saying yes. I put a ring on it. I made it official. Thank you so much. I was so psyched when you asked me and I'm so excited to do this. I love this hour that you and I you and I have like every week. Yeah. I cannot tell you how much I enjoy it. I love it too. And there were like two episodes in a row that you weren't on and I kept saying like, I miss Margot. It's no offense to who was on those episodes. It's just like I really liked our time, and I was like, I'm not going to let that happen anymore. We're just going to make it official. So it's official. Super official. And we're going to start it out with another installment of Sonia and Margot Destroy Your Childhood. (laughs) (laughs) Because purple rain doesn't hold up. (laughs) It's crazy. A lot of it does, and some of it's even better than I remember. But then there's some things that are so problematic. And then me being me going down rabbit holes as I do. Yes. Like there's so much sexism and misogyny. Yes. Like it, it's very toxic male bullshit <laughs> stinking up the joint. And you, you texted and me it, and you said they treat women like garbage in this movie. And I said, they literally throw a woman in a dumpster. Like They literally do. They're, and then we're supposed to think like Prince's mom, she she's an actress who never gets one line of dialogue but is beaten the shit out of yes. by Clarence Williams, the third who played link in the mod squad. Mm. Uh, but she and he winds up in the hospital and then she joins them there. I mean, the women taking abuse from men the whole time. It was so ingrained in our culture when we were younger. Yes. It was so internalized and normalized. Like, it's very shocking to see it now. It's, the music holds up better than ever. For sure. Like, and I should say right off the bat, I'm a huge Prince fan. I love, Me too. love, love Prince's music. And I do believe, you know, he was a musical genius and... Um, that's what I tried to hold on to while I was watching yeah. this movie because he is in the movie when he's on stage, 
like the energy, the presence, like the yep. musicianship, like he is like just electric. You can't take your eyes off him, but he's, he's sadly, he's just not a good actor. It's too bad because yeah. he has so many other talent and he has those beautiful big eyes, yeah. like and super expressive. And when he smiles, like it lights up the oh. whole room. Like, it's just, he's one of those people that like when he smiles, you're like, you could feel it. And he smiles with like his whole face. And, but like, he's just not an actor. And anyone who's seen Under the Cherry Moon or Graffiti Bridge will agree with me that he didn't get any better. He's not a, he's not a talker. Mm -mm. And if you've ever want to see something uncomfortable, they used to have American bandstand on VH one. Like they had the old ones and, and they would talk, Dick Clark would go, Oh my God, the time I tried to interview Prince, like Prince literally answered questions by nodding his head (laughs) (laughs) and mumbling. And and he said, how long have you been doing this? And he held up at like three, like three fingers up to show like three years. Like he's not very, it's, and it's great because he's a great lyricist. Yes. I, I, he's great with women. He's, you know, he's so weird in this movie. So yeah, he's. He has such an unusual like presence about him. So mm-hmm. around him is this like really gritty movie with a subplot about like failed dreams and spousal abuse. And then Prince is like this unicorn that's like walking yep. through this really <laughs> gritty movie. It's like he's an alien or he's something. Like, he's five two. <laughs> he's he's tiny and he's got and he's and this is the thing. He's wearing ruffles and eyeliner <laughs> mm-hmm. and high heels in a time when people were, there's a lot of gay bashing. Yeah. And we, you and I heard like the gay slur for uh, you know, gay people all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, you never wanted a guy. And Prince did it right out in the open and said, and by the way, I'm going to steal your girlfriend when I'm done with this song. Yeah. And he did. Oh, he totally did. <laughs> um, we had it's Adam, incredible. When we had Adam Risky on uh, last week, we mentioned to him that we were going to be talking about Purple Rain. And he said that he never understood why like all these super hot women were dating Prince like Kim Bessinger and stuff like that. And then he said, I saw Purple Rain in the last 10 minutes of Purple Rain. He's like, now I get it. Yeah, totally. I mean, he's just like so sexy when he's on stage and he's just stupid talented or was stupid talented. It's yeah. But yeah. Anything that's not on stage in this movie is problematic. <laughs> all over the place. Yeah. All yeah. I mean, the way that. Well, I have to say, I I do love all Morris Day. I think steals the picture for sure. Morris, I think he's really the unsung hero. I think he because he can act his ass off. I yeah. mean, he has so much charisma. Jerome and uh, is, is, yeah. is Jesse or Jerome like his little friend Jerome. that follows him? Jerome. Jerome. That's my hair up. Uh, <laughs> Whenever I need cheering up, by the way, when I'm really in a bad place, Jungle Love is one of those songs I put on. Oh, yes! It's like, it works! It, it's on, like, every playlist I have. I'm like, of course, Jungle Love's on there. Of course it is. Like, it's on every single playlist I make because it's just one of those songs that makes me happy. It makes me wiggle yes. in my seat. You yes. know, I just love it. And Did I, you see I love Morris the- Day and The Time. I've seen them in concert. They're super fun. <gasps> oh, really? Yeah. They they came and played at um, the Concord Pavilion here um, 
part of like an old school funk fest or something. And he, they're just awesome. Like they yeah. just, the energy, they're so funky. They're so fun, you know? And I think he, that's how he is in this movie too. He's, he's really the only one having fun. Well, movie. supposedly he was high as a kite the whole time too. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that shouldn't surprise me. It, it does. I mean, so like that's part of it. And Prince had a, at the time Prince was very anti drinking and anti drugs. And, and they, the supposedly the band didn't party very much. Uh, he was very strict disciplinarian. And then you have Morris Day on your set and right. who's going to do whatever the hell he wants. I was going to ask you, did you see this in the movie theater when it first came out? I did. I think I me too. Saw, I'm trying. I know my mom took me to see it because as we've established, my mom didn't give a fuck about ratings. <laughs> like she just saw whatever she wanted. And, and if I wanted to go, I was welcome to come along. So I saw this in the theater. I think I saw it in a double feature with Footloose. Because <gasps> I think Footloose came out the year before, maybe, or maybe a couple months before. I'm not sure. but It was a big I, year yeah, for movies, 84. If I it correctly, that's where I saw it, at the Regency in Pleasant Hill in theater number two with, uh, with Footloose. I think that's amazing. Where'd you see it? In New Jersey. It would probably be Paramus Park and that kind of thing. And it was, uh, yeah, with a bunch of friends. It was like like 10 of us or something. And it was an event. Like you went into the theater dancing, like excited. Because that's all you heard about was Prince Prince. Because, well, he was already popular with 1999, like that record. And some of his videos were played on MTV, but not really. MTV was still pretty white yeah uh for a while there and then um then this movie came out and it was just and they they opened i think i remember somebody describing to me in school my friend phil describing when doves cry and he just described what the song was and how it sounded and the lyrics and he's like this is the best thing i've heard in my whole life you don't understand (laughs) and i'm like okay whatever but it is true it is it's fantastic and then after that i'm like i gotta see this movie yeah the soundtrack was i think it came out a couple months before the movie and it was everywhere it was huge everybody had the soundtrack Every like, and this was kind of like a flash dance in Footloose too, where they took like huge chunks of the movie and they would just play it on MTV as their video. So like the video for When Doves Cry or I Would Die for You or Purple Rain, like all of those were just huge chunks of the movie that they just. So it's like commercials for the movie every hour, basically. Yeah, yeah, and and those are the best parts of the movie too. When they have for those sure. <laughs> For that, they have the actual music going. It's when they try to have the acting going and the, and that kind of thing. It, that that it doesn't work as well. I don't think. Yeah. What did you think of Apollonia? I think she's stunning. Yes. I think she's one of the most beautiful women on screen. She's she's gorgeous. She can't sing very well. <laughs> she acts. I think she acts actually very well with him. I think she's bringing as she can yeah i think he's just a little stiff and then also his character is just a total dick to her he's a huge dick to her (laughs) he's awful i i remember thinking that she was terrible in this movie and then the rewatch i was like "Mm, she's not that bad she's not that bad actually like you like her she's likable she's beautiful 
And yeah. like you said, she's maybe she's doing the best with, you know, what she's been it's given here. Not- She's told to be like her character base at 19, by the way. Uh huh. But they, (laughs) (laughs) but she's acting against someone who's not a great actor. She's not given great lines and he treats her like garbage. Oh my God. It's the worst. It's the worst. And they objectify her like from the first second she's there. She's like in a bustier and, you know, the stockings and everything. So, you know, she, in spite of all that, and, and making her, oh, I hate the scene when he makes her jump into the river naked <gasps> or the lake. I hate that scene too. I hate it. Uh, that I remember hating as a kid. I remember being, and I hated the fact that's dicky enough. Yeah. But then when she tries to get back and you, if you don't try to put on leather pants, it's hard. <laughs> and then <laughs> okay? try to put them on when you're wet. Wet <laughs> and topless and trying to cover yourself. And it's obviously freezing. And then he does that dick move where he's like, she starts to sit on the bike and then he drives away a little yeah. bit, like makes her really like, th- and a, that's played for laughs. He's a huge, huge asshole. He is. So she sees him on stage. This is in the movie. That's how they, she sees him first and he's on stage. And of course he's just rocking it out and he's awesome. And then after his performance, she's there like talking to one of the waitresses about a job. And then he just stares at her and then stands behind her like a goddamn psycho with his sunglasses (laughs) on. And she's like, you know, just sitting there like feeling his eyes all over her. And I'm like, fucking creep. And then the next thing, you know, she's at the mall and he's like, come ride on my bike with me. And yeah. And then he tricks her into taking off all of her clothes and jumping into a lake. And then he's like, ha ha, I'm going to leave you here. I'm like, what a catch. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, He does. He hits her a couple of times. Yeah. And he gets gets mad at her for like having a drink with Morris day. (laughs) Exactly. After she asked Prince, like, well, he's known as the kid in the movie. So the kid, she asked Mr. The Kid if he would help her with his her career. And he's like, no. So then Morris Day's like, I'll help you out. And she's like, cool. So she has a drink with him. And then Prince gets on stage and sings the beautiful ones to like shame her for having a drink with another man. And, you know, and he does it again later with darling Nikki. He's like shaming her again and makes her cry. She cries a lot in this movie. Well, yeah, because he's being terrible to her. Yeah, and I'm like, are they a couple? I mean, do they? Does she really belong to him? I yeah. mean, I guess I don't know. It's like Biggie and Tupac. She's supposed to take a side. <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> the, the Biggie and Tupac of this club of, of Minneapolis. Yes. Well, That's how they do it in the Midwest. Also, he also invites her to like his creepy base room, basement apartment or whatever. <laughs> like, or actually the basement in his parents' house. He lives with his parents. And yeah. how old is this guy? Right. And he supposedly is successful. He, he brings a lot of people. Yeah. So but... he's like, he's on stage just like, just wowing the crowd. He's so awesome. He's like doing all this, you know, sexy stuff and doing his great show. And then he goes home to like his basement room in his apartment. You know, or his parents' house, and then his room is filled with these like weird, creepy clown faces and dolls and drawings. And it's in the basement, and his parents are yeah. like fighting upstairs. And like, what kind of environment is this? I like, don't know. it's 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 a very depressing environment. And like, you, you're supposed to understand, like, oh, he's being abusive. Like, his father is being abusive. Like, how can we break this cycle? You know, that kind of thing. Right. But then but, in the movie, 
he 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 does he hits her like a few times and at no point do we see like how maybe he has broke the cycle like no it ends with like he hits her she's like you know leaves or whatever then he sings purple rain and she's like oh yay the cycle's broken i guess i i don't know what happened there (laughs) well and also we're meant to see like because he treats wendy and lisa like garbage his bandmates and it's their song by the way that's purple rain yeah it's like that's and the whole time he doesn't want to hear it because they're women you know that's 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 mentioned more than a few times and at the very end he plays it but he does his own thing with it and then we're meant to be like oh he likes women now like i think i think it's totally fine he's fine with women now you guys yeah i love that he invites her over to his creepy room with his weird clown faces and then they have like the most awkward love scene ever (laughs) i'm like "Uh, i guess that's hot for someone but not me (laughs) or in the barn (laughs) the barn scene i'm like oh i can't imagine filming that that just had to be so uncomfortable so there's a few sex scenes that they didn't that didn't get in there by the way yeah you see them in the music videos or like yeah flashbacks when you know, he's driving around on his bike and we get flashbacks to things that happened 20 minutes earlier and things that didn't happen at all, I guess. Like the the barn sex. <laughs> barn sex. <laughs> barn sex. Who hasn't? Who hasn't had barn sex? But I so after she has sex with him, like the next day she takes like the one thing she has that's valuable, her like ankle anklet thing that she wraps around her boot and she hawks it. To buy a guitar for Prince for the kid. And then he proceeds to like basically hit her because she wants to have a career too. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly the sequence. Yeah. (laughs) And I think we're also supposed to think like the owner's a dick, the club owner. Yeah. He's not a dick. Like the kid in his band are fighting all the time they perform like one fucking song and then they leave the stage it's like you're kind of a shitty employee the kid right i don't get it and morris day is like bringing them in how much did you love the bird i forgot how much i love that song (laughs) it's the silliest song ever but it's awesome it's also one of the only dances i can do (laughs) (laughs) same here Oh my god! And then, oh my god, how bad is that song? Sex shooter. Sex I mean, shooter. The, the vanity. Shooter. It's supposed to be vanity, by the way. I love that um, they're called Apollonia Six, and there's three of them, and then <laughs> one of them is singing and chewing gum. <laughs> <laughs> the joke at the time was Apollonia Six talent zero. I think that's like how people. <laughs> That's what reviewers I've used to say. No? Okay, that's my joke then. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah, I that's a print song, by the way. Yeah. He, he wrote that for her. He wrote so, songs for people all the he wrote a whole bunch of songs for the time. He wrote mm-hmm. songs for Sheena Easton. Sugar Walls. Sugar Walls with Sheena Easton. I watched um uh Sign of the Times the other night too, and Sheena Easton's in that. Is she acting? No, she's like there's the there's no acting really in the movie. It's like a concert film. And, oh, okay. Uh, she shows up for "You Got the Look," and they have. Like, and I love it's basically, that song. It's the video. It's just the video. But yeah, he wrote songs for people all the time. The Bangles. 
Oh, that's right. He wrote Manic, Manic Monday. Monday. Yeah. And then nothing compares to you. Yeah. Which is the Sinead O'Connor, the version most people know. Oh, man. That dude was crazy talented. He really was. And then he would do something. This is very controversial, but what do you think of Bat Dance? <laughs> I was just going to bring up Bat Dance. So I actually, I saw Prince in concert. Um, well, it was a while ago. It was like he was doing like a greatest hits tour. And I went and I was sitting next to this man. I don't know him. And he's like, oh, man, I'm so excited for Prince. I can't wait. And I was like, me too. And I was like, what song are you most excited for? And he, you know, said uh, 1999 or some shit, you know, and I, he's all, what about you? And I was like, oh, bad dance for sure. <laughs> Definitely bad dance. And he looked at me like I was totally crazy because I am crazy. Uh, it's really not my favorite song, but. Okay, good. But I think it's really hilarious. I think it's hilarious that Prince put out an album of music inspired by Batman. Do you remember the video? Oh, yeah. He was like, he, the, the, the makeup was sort of like, <laughs> was, oh, and then and um, Kim Basinger, once again, she was in the video. Vicky, remember, Vicky Vale. Vicky Who's Vail. that girl? Vicky Vale. Yeah. yeah. Oh, God. The, he, yeah. he had like the, he was like the Joker and Batman or something, right? It was like. Yes, exactly. The, oh the duality. Yeah. So after this, I'm going to watch Bat Dance. But, <laughs> I'm going to have so, to. Of course, Batman played at my movie theater that I worked at. And Bat Dance, I don't think played over the credits, but another Prince song did called Scandalous. Do you remember Scandalous? It was like Scandalous. I'm talking no, about I don't. You and me. Like it was. Uh, it was a really good song, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a terrible singer. I really shouldn't be singing this much on the podcast. We're gonna lose listeners. I'm really sorry, you guys. We can't help it though. It's a musical that we're you know that we're talking about. It really is. It is a musical. It's just like Flashdance, just like Footloose. It, all, there was just a lot of these types of like uh, music video movies. That's what I'm. Yes. MTV movies, movies that were for the MTV crowd. Um, so before we move away from Morris Day in the Time and that song Fly or The Bird, sorry, not The Fly, Bird, uh, The Bird. Do you think I think it's so funny that Morris like did he have like his own dancers like in the audience too? There was a lot of like choreographed dancing going on in the audience. Do you know who I'm talking about? Those guys like up on the. Oh, up in the balcony kind yeah. of thing. I don't know. They said I was reading about it. There was like an oral history about this movie. It was on Spin oh my, I need or to, Maxim or something I need like that to online. Read that. Yeah. And I was reading it and they said like, um, so the band recorded the album and then they recorded the, um, all the songs live and they were playing to a track, but they, they knew it so well right. that they could play it perfectly. But they said like when they had the extras show up, they could get, they would ask for extras and then like 600 people would show up and they were so amped. And Prince was apparently so good. He could do two or three takes of a song and end it at the same time place every wow. time the dancing and all the pivots this i just love what i love it when he spins and he jumps and he lands on his knees these are the things by the way he needed hip surgery for poor thing mm. but i love all that shit he did it so well he really did and i love the last chunk of musical numbers in this movie so more stay in the time come out and they just blow up the stage right with the bird like they're super fun and everyone's <laughs> dancing and it's fucking rad and then here comes prince and the revolution and they <laughs> bum everyone out with purple rain <laughs> <laughs> 
like that's... everyone's crying everyone's crying and somehow yeah. everyone's like well he's totally gonna keep his job i guess because he made everybody feel something but i've always thought this and you, t- you tell me if you disagree i get why purple rain needs to exist yes. i understand you know wendy and lisa wrote it it's a ballad or a dirge as i like to call it but it's it's that's like you said it's got that slow pace i feel like let's go crazy should be the last song let's go crazy is my favorite song on the soundtrack me me too yeah i feel like ended on the high note yeah we like i I think they do though in a way because i think well the last songs are i would die for you and baby star and those are really fun they're they're fun but i feel like let's go crazy is like even just so much better oh for sure like yeah it's my favorite yeah, so I think it would be more. I, I, that's just me personally. But then at the end, they play all the songs. Like yeah. you just keep it on, just keep rolling the credits, and they just keep playing all. It's a phenomenal soundtrack. There's not a bad song on here. I actually went through because I was like, maybe we should rank our songs. Like any of these songs, I'm like, I would listen to any of these right now. But let's yeah, go crazy no. is the best. Oh, I, I I think absolutely, and that guitar solo is just insane that he does at the very very end Mm -hmm. and and apparently somebody asked eric clapton once uh what's it like to be a a guitar god and he said i don't know ask prince (laughs) i mean he's i i've taken i took guitar lessons for years and i could barely play chords Mm. Uh, trust me he is a good guitarist he was that he's phenomenal i think that you know after he passed away like everyone was sharing these um concerts of him at, I think it was at the um, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, like induction, yes. and it really shows how super super talented he was. Like everyone knows, like Prince is awesome, like he's super funky, and his music's are you know his songs are super catchy and all those things. But like the musicianship, like of, yeah, is something I think that was maybe underappreciated at the time. He, I mean, he's really the shit. He's the shit. And I think, but he's so dynamic in so many ways. It's, it's like, how do you praise this guy? You know, he just, he can sing, he can dance. He writes great music. He knows how to get a crowd going. He takes risks. Yeah. He takes huge risks, which I really totally appreciate. And yeah. And then on top of that, he's just an awesome guitarist. Yeah. Like one of the best. Yeah. How does he, I'm, very impressed rewatching this with his dancing skills in those high heel boots. Yeah. I can't, I can barely walk. walk in high heels. Right? No, no, I can't. I don't even bother anymore. <laughs> when I, when I'm wearing heels and especially if I have to go across like something like a marble floor or I see stairs, like I have to take a minute to like think mm-hmm. like, so I don't fall on my butt. Uh, he, and he just like, he's doing splits. Yeah. He's and he's like jumping around, like jumping in the air and this, doing splits in the air and touching his feet and running in place and oh my god, it's such a performer. No, what's your least favorite song on the soundtrack? Is it Purple Rain? I think it's Purple Rain. I'm sorry, <laughs> I it's not. It's but I don't hate it. I mean, if I have to just, I just I, I don't. I think for me, I heard it's one of those songs. I think I heard it just too much when I was younger. So when it when it came out, because it was like. Um, you know, it's like, I will always love you. Yeah. It, it, I think it's become like Patrick said about, I will always love you from the bodyguard. It became like white noise to me. Yeah. It's, you know, and I guess I think some of the other songs, I, I, I never get tired of let's go crazy. No, that was um, my favorite too. I think similar to what you're saying, I think that's why when doves cry is kind of the one I listened to the least because it was right. so overplayed 
at yeah. the time. But I understand it's a good song. Like, I still like it. It's yeah. Just, I'd probably listen to a lot of the other songs before that one. And he had some good hits after that in the 80s. Mm-hmm. I, you know, Kiss. Kiss is awesome. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. And I'll never take the place of your man. Like that, that's my favorite. Oh my God. I love that one. I love that one. If I was your girlfriend, I love that yep. one. You got the look. I loved, um, there was one he did later called The Most Beautiful Girl in the World. It's... <laughs> It makes that song makes me smile. I love it. Do you remember Diamond and was it Diamond oh, and yeah, Pearl? Diamond, Diamond tw- and Pearl. <laughs> they had twins. They had a twin set of girls, and they were his girlfriends. And they were Diamond. Like, and I think that was the the idea, right? Their names were like yeah, Diamond were and Pearls or something. They were twins, and they were his girlfriend. Yeah. And like, think Sam Kinison was a comic. He had the same thing at the same time. Like he had a set of sisters that were Ew. like his girlfriend. Yo, I'm not kidding you. That's icky. it. Was isn't it though? And they're all dead. But (laughs) that's what they get for going out with twins. I actually have an autograph from Sam Kinison. If you guys don't know who that is, he was a a comic late eighties, early nineties. He was in back to school. Uh, He's the teacher that freaks out. Yeah. And he screams all the time. Yeah. That was his whole thing (laughs) is he screams. And so I used to go to Alex Bennett show all the time in San Francisco. It's a radio show. And Sam Kinison was the guest that morning. I was the one girl sitting amongst like 30 dudes yeah. that were like rabid fans. And he wrote on a piece of paper and he handed it to me. And I'm like, what's this? He goes, my autograph. I didn't huh? ask for it. He just handed it to me. So, so I, I'll, I'll send you a copy of it. Yes. It didn't have your, it didn't have his phone number on it, did it? No, no. Or like, it a, says, like a room number or something. He's like. Uh, no, I got that from <laughs> Steven Seagal, but we'll talk about that some other time. <laughs> It was so gross. That is so gross. Icky. But I'll send you that. It's very icky. But anyway, toxic male energy is what we're talking about. Yeah. And there's there's a lot of that in the 80s. As progressive as people think it was, like against the 70s, like the 80s were so much better. I think it wasn't. I think like the role for women was women in entertainment and in the culture. You just, your whole point was to be somebody's arm candy. Yes. And it's all of this is like in this movie and other, uh, it's just, it's always emphasized. Like the really beautiful women, uh, they're all dressed, even like Wendy and Lisa, like I think it was, I don't know if it was Wendy or Lisa, like, I hated wearing the bustiers. Like he always made us wear this. So I felt like I was in drag. You know, yeah. but just that that hyper feminine kind of stuff. There's just that was kind of forced on yeah. us. Well, the clothes are they're pretty yeah. crazy. Like nobody in here is wearing anything remotely practical at any time. Lingerie was really big in the eighties. I have yeah. to say that. Like putting women in lingerie, like, do you wear lingerie? Not me, not a second. Mm-mm. That stuff isn't comfortable. It's no. it just no, it's impractical. No, and, they were wear- and they're wearing it like as their clothes. Yeah, that's what used to happen yeah. all the time in those videos and stuff like that. It was like girls running around in teddies and high heels. Like, really? <laughs> that... <laughs> I wasn't and, doing that. No, but that's like in this movie, they're all wearing bustiers and yeah. and yeah. 
yeah, the hypersexuality. My husband would be like, "What the fuck are you doing?" <laughs> what? I'm just making dinner, wearing, wearing my lingerie and my heels. What? Like I always do. God, thanks for paying attention. The, the movie. There's so many problems with the relationship in this movie that younger Sonia did not pick up on. Like younger no. Sonia worshipped this movie, thought it was awesome, had like a Prince poster on my wall, listened to the soundtrack all the time, super loved it. And then rewatching it as an adult, I'm like, this movie's fucked up. Like he he hits her multiple times. Yeah, there's no like real resolution on that. It's just he sings Purple Rain and then she takes him back. Basically. What does he know about her? Did he ask her any question <laughs> no. about her? That's right? What, right. So I actually went back and rewatched the scene where they ride the bike and they go to the lake. And she's asking him a lot of questions like, you know, what do you dream about? What do you want or whatever? And then he's asking her these questions that are like fucking riddles. Like, is that what turns you on making it? <laughs> you know, it's like asshole. And she's like, it'd be nice for a change, which I think is a really good answer. Well, yeah, but like he's allowed to have ambition, but she's not. Exactly. And, yeah. and I can't decide if the movie is on her side or not. Because I feel like maybe it isn't. Well, I think we're all meant to, um, we're all meant to, uh, it's supposed to be Prince's story. Right. And so we're supposed to care, care about him. He's the one we're rooting for. And then we're, so we're supposed to understand, yeah, he's kind of a dick sometimes, but look at this, his dad's beating his mom constantly upstairs and he hears it all the time. So that's why he does that. And why, that's why he tar he's rude to Wendy and Lisa and all right. this other stuff. But then on a dime, he flips it over and like, let's do your song. And then he kisses somebody on the cheek and he like, he's being very gallant. I'm like, huh? Like, yeah. where did this happen? It's missing. It's missing yeah. like a good, like 15 minutes or something that to explain to us how he gets from point A to point B. There's like his dad, like trying to kill himself, which, you know, spoilers for purple rain, you guys, um, there's no, because he's not like a really good actor. There's no scene in there that, explains why that affects him the way it does i don't know it's it's missing something and in the original script the dad dies he dies by suicide mm. <laughs> wouldn't it's that be fun <laughs> <laughs> i think people forget about that that's even a thing in the movie really, yeah kind of like when we talked about the bodyguard last week if it wasn't for the soundtrack nobody would talk about this movie my physical therapist didn't even know what it was she like didn't the, know what the, the bodyguard was. So she, she knows right. what Purple Rain is, right? I, I'll ask her. I'll ask her. I've got an appointment this week. She's 27. And she's sort of like, she's my millennial <laughs> that I talk to. Like, what are, what are those interesting millennials up to? What do they care about? Like, she's the one I pay attention to. So I went, she has to know Prince, right? I would think so. She'll know who Prince is. She may not have seen the movie. Right. But she'll know who Prince is. Yeah. Yeah. But that would be weird if she didn't. When did he die? Oh my gosh. Was it 2016? I think so, because that's the year that like everybody died. <laughs> Do you remember that? It, oh yeah. Oh, and all like of David our dreams Bowie. with the election. Yeah. So it was like. And I think Alan, Alan Rickman, David Bowie. Yeah. Uh, Carrie yeah, Fisher, oh, Debbie Reynolds. Carrie. Jesus Christ. Yeah. That was a shitty year. Yeah. 
26. I remember thinking like 2016 was the fucking worst. And I was like, it's going to get better. <laughs> LOL. Oh, Sonia. <laughs> You're so You naive. haven't even seen 2018 yet. <laughs> oh, Guess my God. president, Sonia? <laughs> Grow up. Yeah. So the romantic subplot does not age well. No, that the politics movie. don't age well. Yeah. No. And the, like, literally, they throw a woman into a garbage dump, yes. like in a garbage dumpster. Yeah. Like, literally, that's what they do. And you read all these old reviews and nobody brings that no, up. No, because, that, <laughs> no, it's like not a thing. It's no. like, of course, of course he threw her in a dumpster. Why wouldn't he? He was done with her. It was, it was her. funny. He's done with her. She's trash now. Yeah. And so Morris Day is obviously awesome in this movie, but he's not like an awesome dude. Like, like I said, he throws a woman in a dumpster. But yeah. I do love that he is so talented and they are so fun to watch because I feel like in a lesser movie, the time would suck, right? Like the kid yeah. would be amazing and the time would suck and we wouldn't even understand why people like them. But for some reason, they're insanely popular. Like it's some it means something that they're also very good that's a smart choice and and it was smart of it was good of prince because i'm sure he has an ego had an ego yeah about him and, and to have somebody that talented and that charismatic and funny and and you know can can really rile up a crowd yeah 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 i, I mean I, if, yeah I, gary i agree i think that um i haven't seen under the cherry moon since it came out yeah same here. Uh, i do remember it's very terrible um i also remember it's supposed to be a comedy and <laughs> Jerome is like Prince's sidekick and it's almost like I so now looking back I wonder like was Prince actually kind of jealous of the, the way laugh. Morris Day comes across in Purple Rain and he thought well I'll be the Morris Day in Under the Cherry Moon even with Jerome like have my own Jerome and it did not work out because it's well they terrible. well they had a blow up Prince and Boris Day, like right after the movie came out and didn't speak for a while. Oh, that's sad. It is. It is. But yeah, maybe there was a little jealousy there. And also, I think, like we said, is what? Every scene that he's in. He's very high in every yeah. scene that he's in. Yeah. And Prince might have had a problem with that that's at true. the time. Yeah, because he wasn't on his pain meds yet. Damn oh, it, poor Prince. thing. I can't, I can't even with the, all the prescriptions that guy had. It's unbelievable how much pain he lived with and how alone he was when he died. It's so sad. Ugh, yeah. I really like that one was hard. Mm -hmm. That one was hard. That one made me cry. I was not okay with that one. Well, Prince was a part of my life since I was a kid. Yeah. Like I, I always listened to Prince music. Yeah. Well, he had his what? Um, I want to be your lover is one of my yep. all-time favorite songs. And that was like 78 or something. Yeah. Like it's around forever. Like I hardly remember a time where there wasn't a Prince. Yeah. <laughs> and every few years, I remember he was a symbol for a while. <laughs> that was, it was thing. such a punchline. Like oh, yeah. he, was the, he was the artist formerly known as Prince. And he was a slave to the record company. Yes. And yeah, he was, he was a character. It's a total character. He, and I just, and of course, how do we not, we're going to talk about Prince and we're not going to talk about the Chappelle show episode. 
<laughs> the Charlie Murphy true Hollywood story where he, where he tells the story about Eddie Murphy meeting Prince and Dave Chappelle is Prince. You've seen this, right? I have not seen it in years. In okay. years. Well, I used to watch it. it. Okay. Oh, I have, the, I have the DVD still, actually. Yeah. I got to go back and check out that one. It's, it is one of the things that... So there's... Charlie Murphy did like two... Uh, true Hollywood stories on Chappelle's show. One was Rick James with the like, it's Rick James, bitch, like that one. <laughs> and yeah. and the one about Prince. And it was like at the height of like purple raindom, like, you know, and he invites like Eddie Murphy, you know, want to come to my house and listen to some music. And like they listen <laughs> to some music and then they play basketball and Prince and the Revolution are still like in their like blouses and... <laughs> pants or whatever like and it's just this whole thing and then apparently prince was this really amazing basketball player and just totally just destroys them on the floor and like calls charlie murphy a bitch and stuff like that and it's just so it's it's one of the funniest things it makes me laugh every time i see it all right i'm gonna go back and check it out i i love thinking about prince just destroying people on the on the basketball court (laughs) Because like you said, he was like five foot two and yeah. he apparently was a great basketball player. Yeah. I love it. And I, and then I he love became that a Jehovah's he, like, wears... Witness. What? Oh, yeah. And then he was Jehovah's Witness. Yeah. So... so then he was going door to door trying to. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> so what... That'd be one time I bring him in. Well, what's funny is I probably wouldn't even answer the door. I'd be like, oh, right. I don't know who that is. I'm not answering it. And I would have missed out on my opportunity to meet Prince. <laughs> Wendy and Lisa were a couple um, kind of on the DL, but they were a couple for a really long time. And then they split up and they still worked together, but they married other people, you know, and had kids. Yeah. And uh, it was uh, sad. I was reading this interview and it was just before he died, I guess it was being 2014. Um, when they had that anniversary, but they said, you know, it's really sad because now that Prince is a Jehovah's witness, he says he can't talk to us because he doesn't yeah. agree with our lifestyle. Yeah. That's really Which sad. It's like, ah, oh. and it's just weird because he seemed so open. I guess I'm like trying to think of the right word <laughs> open. He seemed very open-minded, like somebody, especially like in the eighties, like you were talking about with like the ruffled shirt and the, yeah. and the makeup and like, you know, he was very like put together, you know, had very like feminine things about him that yeah. people would automatically read as gay. And so he kind of give off this idea that he was very open-minded and then to find out later in life that he wasn't, was pretty disappointing. He came across as very hypersexual. Yes. That's yeah. a good way to describe it. Yeah. That's why he had to have the two girlfriends for a while, diamond and pearl. <laughs> <laughs> my, so one of my uh, best friends, uh, we used to play this game where if we were having like a particularly shitty day or something, we would text the other one and say, what do you think Prince is doing right now? And then we would like, it was always something crazy. Like he's eating nachos, but he's in a tub full of diamonds or, you know, just something like totally ridiculous. (laughs) It was just this like rando thing that we would do. And we were so bummed when he passed away. Cause then we're like, now what? (laughs) Damn it, Prince. You ruined my game. And you know what? And he didn't leave a will. 
That's he, crazy. He which is insane to me. Like all that material that he left behind. Cause there's, I thought there was like a vault of material he never released and stuff. And he didn't put that stuff in order. It's crazy. Well, he was Prince. Yeah. You know, he, he was not human. He, he, he probably was from another planet. He probably was. I think he was. Yeah. Do you know what I else I put in my notes and I forgot to bring it up? Uh, Apollonia was in that music video for, um, by Eddie Money for Shaken. Oh, I remember that. <laughs> so then I went and I watched the video for Shaken because I hadn't seen it, obviously. In a really, I'm not just sitting around watching Eddie Money music videos. So I went and watched it. <laughs> And uh, she's so she's so cute in it, but it's so funny the idea that Apollonia would somehow be dating Eddie Money, like in the video, because he he's such a goober. He's so he's a total square. He's like, you know, got like a leather coat on with like a white scarf, and he's like, you know, hey, like giving her like the finger guns basically at one point, and she's just so sexy and young and not appropriate about- for Eddie Money. Do you remember? Do you remember the Scorpions? Oh, Rock yeah. me like a hurricane. Yeah. The band is literally going to be, a, they have to put a cage up because the women are just attacking them when they perform. <laughs> they have to have steel reinforcements and it's not good enough. That, was, that cage is rattling can't with help. sexual women, oh, with hot women. We can't control ourselves when we hear <laughs> Rock me like a hurricane. We just, yes. We gotta, Those German rockers. Got to get that. I got to hit that. No cage will keep me out. We're gonna wear. We're gonna tease our hair, wear lingerie, and then this just bang up against this this cage until we get in. Yeah, it's, it's. But they were they were all like that. That was the music video. It would be like guys like fifties and sixties even, and all the girls were in their twenties. Yeah, and they were all like hot models. So gross. Yeah. At least ZZ Top had the right idea. The girls were never about them. The girls. In no, the, they were doing their own thing. They were driving around in their car. And they would like hook up with other people, not ZZ Top. Oh, that's right. Give me all your loving. Yeah. Nobody wants to see ZZ Top getting busy with their beards and stuff. It's I icky. think they were smart about that. It was a good call. That was a good call. It was a good call. I loved that good. music when I was young. Oh, I did too. <laughs> I loved everything MTV played. Everything. I did too. That's, I mean, we just, it was just on all the time. Like we, we, do you remember coming home from school and watching it for hours? Oh yeah, just it was on. All, my mom too. She loved MTV. It was on all the time, and we had it in stereo because we were so fancy, and it was just on all the time until my dad came home, and then we had to change it because <laughs> he's like, I, re- I, I, no, I remember when Michael Jackson died. Yeah, and I have younger friends in my life, and one of them, I remember, she's just like, "Why are you so sad?" And it's I try to explain it because to her, Michael Jackson was always crazy. Yeah, he was always a weirdo. You know, I was like, "You don't understand." When I was a kid, coming home from school and waiting until "Beat It" was played, you know, like sitting yeah. there, all the like, just you had the anticipation and having to wait for that song to come on and. I would try to dance along to it, which I can't dance. But I, I just, it, you know, like all these people, I loved them. Yeah, I, and it, it just, it was a big it was an deal. event. Yeah. It, and they played Thriller like every hour on the hour when it came out, remember, the music video and, for Thriller. Do you remember when they sold it? 
it was sold. It was like, like 30 bucks or something like that. And it was like 10 minutes. And I knew yeah. a girl who had one and I was so jealous because I don't think we even had a VCR then. That's, it's just crazy. Now I sound like an old lady. I'd be like, kids these days, like they don't get it. Like they really don't in that they don't. we had to wait for certain things. Like, you know, my son will watch something on live TV and if there's commercials, like he doesn't understand. He's like, why can't I just skip this? You know, and I'm like, because there's commercials, you just have to wait. Like, I'm like, God, you would have lasted like five seconds in my time. <laughs> they had cliffhangers all the time yeah. with our shows and you had to wait a week to find out what happened all the time oh god the humanity <laughs> <laughs> kids these days they don't know what it's like to wait with their watch lists and their netflix and chilling and their hulus <laughs> and their hulus <laughs> dang it Anyway, do we have anything else we want to say about Prince? I'm going to go through my notes here, make sure that I said everything. I actually found, I read someplace that the role Apollonia plays, they offered it to Jennifer Beals, but <laughs> she turned it down because she wanted to study at Yale. <laughs> so we talked about like flash the dance before. I like the idea of like two people that can't really act in a scene together, like, like Prince and Jennifer Beals. <laughs> Or maybe he could move into her warehouse space and move out of his parents' house. It was big enough. Yeah, right? She had room for Prince. He's little. He doesn't take up a lot of space. I think the dog is bigger than him. <laughs> I think the dog she had was bigger than Prince. I scared the shit out of him. For sure that dog is bigger than Prince. Prince is wee. He's so little. You can just take him and put him in your pocket. It's your pocket, Prince. Yeah. <laughs> You heard of a pocket protector? Here's your pocket prince. It's my pocket prince. And you pull him out of your pocket and he does a little dance. It's adorable. I'm going to so mark, market that. So I uh, I have to say one of my biggest regrets in my life, and I've seen so many concerts over the years, I've never seen Prince. He was really, really fun. I know. That's I what I I'd, hear. I wish I had seen him more. That's, you know, because yeah. he, he came here. You know, because I live in the Bay Area. He came here, you know, every time he toured, he came through. But I only saw him the one time. And I did hear that he would often do, like, um, like secret shows. You know, yeah. so he would, like, perform at the big Coliseum here in Oakland and then would perform, like, a small, super late night, like, starts at 3 a.m. show at, like, the Warfield or something. And I'm like, well, I'm too old for that. I would fall asleep. So yeah. I couldn't have gone to that anyway. But... I wish I had gone to more stuff like that and seen it. Yeah. Yeah. I know That's that Maya Rudolph is in a Prince cover band and she comes here all the time for part of like the comedy sketch fest and I keep meaning to go. So I really should make it a point to go because I love Maya oh. Rudolph and I love Prince. Oh my God. She's so talented. Yeah. I think it's called princess even. <laughs> oh, I love it. Oh, I love it. <laughs> And I have a friend who's gone multiple times. Actually, she reached out to us on Twitter to make sure that we weren't going to destroy Purple Rain too much. Oh, yes. That's who it was. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, don't destroy this for me. And we're like, well, it's really about the acting yes. and the story stuff, not the not the music. And by the way, let me say this also about the movie. I forgot to say, I think it looks great. I think the look yeah. of it is really amazing. It does. It does look it does look really good. It's really the problems are like story wise and like performance yeah. wise, but like it looks good. The music is awesome. 
Um, so, you know, it was directed by the same guy who did, did you see American Anthem? Is that the <laughs> gymnastics yes. one? <laughs> it's like Mitch Gaylord and like Janet Jones. It's yes. a terrible movie. It's terrible. <laughs> terrible. There's, I don't think he did much after that, but it's a terrible movie. We should put it on the list. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. There's that in Jim Cotta. I think it came around the same time. Yeah. There's <laughs> I would much rather watch Jim Cotta. Jim Cotta's hilarious. <laughs> Jim Cotta's fun. Frequent guest on this show, Peter Brown, is obsessed with Jim Cotta. I bring it up pretty much every time he comes on the show. I'm like, do you want to talk about Jim Cotta? And he's like, not this time. I'm like, maybe next time we'll talk about Jim Cotta. It's going to happen. Oh, my God. So this was fun. How do you think your first official show went? I think it went very well. I don't think we destroyed anybody's childhood. I don't think so. I think we we kept it within reason. Yeah. Yeah. Look, yeah, it's just problematic. That's all. And it's okay to point out the problems of a thing. Yes. But we could still love it. Absolutely. And the music really holds up. And and I did have a lot of fun watching it again. I just, not watching women get thrown into garbage cans and shit like that. Yeah, that but other than that, I loved it. But I yeah. remember like, yeah, the... The bird sequence. I was like, oh, that's right. That's Morris Day. I love this song. <laughs> Actually, I'll just go online and watch all the video, all the music video stuff again. Yeah. And avoid the story part. Yeah. I think that's a good idea. Yeah. Where? So where can people find you on the internet besides here at Dorking Out Show? You can find me all over social media at Brooklyn Fit Chick and just look for me on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. And my blog is brooklynfitchick.com. And you can find Dorking Out at DorkingOutShow.com and on Twitter at DorkingOutShow. And you can find me at The Sonia Show, and that's Sonia with an I. And I and now when I start talking about this, I can say us. You could find us at DorkingOutShow.com. Yes! Yeah! We're I'm a duo ex- now. We are a duo. I'm excited to be part of a duo. Me Yay. Too. Okay. Yay. So this was fun. And thank you, everybody, for listening. And, you know, by the way, if you listen to us on Apple, please give us a review. That'd be thumbs up. We like that. And we'll talk to you next week. Goodbye.